Welcome to All Villa, No Filler, a podcast all about the world's greatest football team, Aston Villa. Today, we've been speaking to a special guest who's had everyone talking. He runs a Twitter page which tracks the fantasy football accounts of real players and staff, and it's had real-life consequences. Last week, his account, Insider FPL, worked out Jack Grealish was injured for the Leicester game when it noticed some Villa players had taken him out of their fantasy football teams. The account offers tips for online fantasy football players, but its actions have angered some managers, with Pep Guardiola calling leaking team news before games unethical. Well, the man behind the account just so happens to be a Villa fan. He's from Norway and goes by just his first name, Henning. So I started off by asking how it's felt to be at the centre of this story. Well, it's been intense because I, uh, I could never imagine that this would blow up like it did. Um, I created this like a little, uh, a fun little tool, uh, mostly for, for me and uh, a couple of friends probably. Um, and then, um, then this, all this happened. Uh, and it's been, it's been quite intense, yeah. So from your perspective, can you just tell us what has happened? Yeah, sure. So I've been I've been spending a lot of time on Twitter uh, the last week because it's uh, there's a lot of mentions uh, and stuff like that going on, and obviously the inbox uh, has been uh, quite busy. A lot of different uh, uh, media outlets, um, a few podcasts like yourself, and um, yeah, just mainly people uh, being supportive. Uh, even asking uh, tech support for for the fantasy game. Uh, so uh, now it's been a wild uh, wild ride actually the last the last seven days I think. And for those people that maybe not don't quite fully understand exactly what it is that you've been responsible for, could you talk us through exactly what it is? What is this bot you've created, and what is your account on Twitter all about? Yeah, sure. So. Uh, uh, it started three three weeks ago. Uh, I just talked to some some mates because I uh, uh, I've been working a little bit with uh, I've been programming around uh, with the FPL data from before, uh, so I had some experience with that. Um, so uh, what it does is that um, after each deadline, um, all the transfers they will be pr- processed right. So uh, whenever you do uh, do a transfer midweek, it will. It will be effective from the deadline. So after this deadline, uh, and after uh, the game is updated in half an hour, forty-five minutes, something like that, then they're available for everyone to see. Um, so you could basically do this very manually, and I'm uh, I'm sure a lot of people do to 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 some extent. Uh, check teams manually to see what transfer people people have done. Um, so. What this basically does, it, it, it has a big list of all of these uh, staff members, Premier League players, uh, with their team IDs. Um, so whenever the, the game is updated after the deadline, it would just fly through this list, check if anyone did any transfers that uh, included players that are their real life team members. And uh, if it finds something, something like that, it will tweet it and, uh, and group it if uh, multiple uh, uh, insiders uh, did the same yeah so that's uh, that's basically the outline so what did it find when it came to jack grealish can you give us the the specifics of, of yeah. this find yeah and, and this has been so crazy because it's uh it, it, it found a lot of insignificant 
transfers just regular activity from from the different teams uh, but when it came to this Grealish tweet it was a little bit special because um, obviously there was some some rumors going around that uh, there had been some injury in training or or something like that um, but then there was a complete silence from the club there there was even this press conference where it was not mentioned if I'm not mistaken so I think a lot of people they uh, they thought that uh, that he wasn't out, he wasn't injured because it wasn't mentioned anywhere. Uh, in press conferences, especially, uh, it's very usual to to talk about injuries, who's available, who's going to travel, and who's not. So um, a lot of people took that as uh, as a clue that he was uh, not injured. And then just a couple of hours later, uh, the bot found that uh, uh, three players and two from the staff had transferred. Jack Grealish out of their fantasy team and he is obviously a, a star player for, for Aston Villa so it's very weird but he's also uh, a star player in the fantasy game mm. uh, which makes it even more weird so then I think a lot of people got confused there was a lot of discussions uh, I was not very available that day so I didn't catch up to everything at first uh, <laughs> but I, I got time to, to catch up later and uh, it was just crazy so then when, uh, when, when the lineups came, it was Sunday, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, then it, uh, it kind of exploded because then it kind of confirmed everything. It was a, a lot of loose ends and people thinking in different directions. But when the, when the team, team sheet came, it, uh, it just exploded, as you, as you know. And as an Aston Villa fan, when you saw that a few players had transferred Jack Grealish out of their fantasy team, was there any part of you that was like, I might might keep this one quiet, or I might, I might, I might <laughs> keep this one on the down low. I think when I, when I created this bot, I think it's uh, important that I'll just let it do its job, no matter what it what it finds. Uh, it's kind of an in- integrity thing, but uh, I didn't have any choice because when I run it, it it does its job and it mm-hmm. posts it. So I see it at the same time as uh, everyone else. So I didn't have any any way of stopping it uh, before. Uh, so when I see, <laughs> I saw that it, it popped up, uh, I think it was right before dinner. Uh, and I, I said to, uh, I said to my girlfriend that this is going to explode. This is going to explode. Uh, I just know it at, at the point, I think I had 13,000 followers. So it was more than enough to, uh, kind of stir a little bit. Uh, so, so I knew it was, it was going to, uh, be some kind of reaction at least, um, and then a little bit later that day, it, <laughs> uh, yeah, then I could see the damage. You you mentioned or you used the word integrity there that you couldn't stop this, but even if you could have, you would not have stopped it because you think that kind of shows integrity. But there have been people on the other side of the argument um, that have argued that that your, your bot, your Twitter, um, this you know, I don't know the computing, the algorithm or whatever it is, um, is unethical. Yeah. What's your response to that? I can certainly understand that uh, there's two sides to this. Uh, I think one, one important aspect is that uh, when this happened uh, and when all of this unfolded, uh, the, the reality was a little bit different because I was a much smaller account. Uh, I have only done some some automatic tweets before uh, the, the account was two weeks old at the time. Uh, I had only created something small uh, and funny, and then 
it's afterwards that it got big. Um, so, uh, so it's a little bit how you look at it. At the same time, this is, um, this is available information for everyone. And I think that if some people have, this, have access to this, then it's, uh, uh, it's information that maybe everyone should have. Uh, so my response to that is basically, uh, I think I'm, uh, I think I helped as much as I damaged because uh, as Dean Smith said himself, he didn't know that it, this was a source of information. So you can see that um, I maybe also kind of plugged the hole where uh, people earlier had access to information uh, that wasn't known. So um, I think it's just uh, different ways of looking at it. Uh, I think it was about time that uh, people uh, uh, got aware that it, 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 uh, it's available for some people to see. So it's only fair that everyone can see it. I think that's my take on it. And when you consider how data-driven and analytical football, professional football is now, do you think that you're an original in what you've done or do you think suspect that football clubs themselves might have already had something like this where they have been tracking other teams fantasy football players and you know working out what they're doing through their transfers yeah um i think there's a lot of a lot of things happening behind the scenes that's not very visual to uh, to us normal fans um i think because some of the some of the players in the Premier League they have been very vocal about playing, they have hosted leagues. Um, I can't remember who it was, but uh, some some uh, some players also had uh, prizes for for their private invitational leagues, stuff like that. Uh, Bamford uh, with his uh, interviews, the saying he captain himself every week, stuff like that. Um, so um, I think that. Since that's very available and, and very known, I would be very uh, I would be surprised if no one looked at it at least uh, I mean, casually sometimes to see if there's anything there. Now, one of, one of the fallouts of the last week has been that Dean Smith held a meeting with the squad over the fact the Grealish injury news leaked. Some reports have it that Villa have even banned their own players from going on fantasy football anymore. <laughs> what are your overriding yeah. feelings when you hear something like that as an Aston Villa fan? Yeah, well, as uh, as an Aston Villa fan, that's one thing. But as just a normal guy, uh, it was uh, unreal to even be like on the uh, agenda for for a Premier League club's board meeting or whatever. Uh, it's uh, mind blowing. I uh, and I never meant <laughs> meant for it to be this big, but I, it's it's a fun experience, even though it's uh, it's weird. Uh, but as an Aston Villa supporter, I think that um, first and foremost, it's very uh, sad for, for the players if they enjoy playing it and they can't play it anymore. Um, now it looks like they they are able to play it. I see John McKinn, he changed his name today. So uh, maybe he's trying to hide himself, but uh, <laughs> he will still get picked up by the bot because I don't, I don't use the names. So uh, he will be included tomorrow. No hiding from you. <laughs> no hiding. <laughs> Do you have a, a viewpoint on whether whether players should be allowed to play this game? I mean, it's just a game, but of course, when we look at like wagers and betting and thing, that is clearly yeah. completely off off the cards. Um, for associates of the club, players, and so on and so forth. What do you think about this harmless game yeah. or seemingly harmless game? Yeah, because it's a seemingly 
harmless game, but I was contacted by uh, by the Athletic, and he told me one of the journalists there. He told me that uh, the Grealish tweet it moved the betting markets uh, because uh, it kind of confirmed the information uh, that was uh, floating around, and uh, so I think that's uh, that's kind of uh, what do you say? I think that kind of confirms that it's not just uh, a little game anymore. Uh, maybe it was that sometime, but now it's 8 million people playing it. Uh, uh, it's a lot of <laughs> on the line for, for some, uh, for some leagues, I know. Um, and when, and when, the, when the Premier League players, uh, make transfers like they did with, uh, in the Grealish uh, incident, then it's obviously something that we have to, uh, think about. Um, whether they should play or not, I think uh, they should play, but I think they should be very careful about using their real names. And I, I know this will uh, kind of destroy uh, the whole uh, the whole bot that I created, uh, but that doesn't matter too much for me. I think it's just it's a lot of fun, and uh, it's it's a, it's a lot of fun digging for uh, for the players as well. So uh, even if they change their names, I think I would try to. To have have a go at it uh, next next season as well. We'll see, but um, I think they should be very careful about what information they put uh, out on uh, on the web page. So if that's uh, fantasy football or if it's uh, WhatsApp groups or whatever it is, uh, whenever they give information out, they they are sending a message to uh, someone, and if they don't know who the receiver is, I mean it's it's on their end. Uh, so. If I'm picking it up and uh, and putting it on on Twitter, I have good confidence uh, in that. So uh, that's just something that they have to limit on there. And I think so to track down all these players on fantasy football, that must have been quite a huge effort to do that. Yeah. Well, I um, every year there's some um, uh, some lists uh, or some posts on on Reddit where people have uh, started doing this uh, investigational work. Uh, and there's there's usually maybe twenty players or something that's uh, discovered early in the season. So what I used was um, uh, I, I used this list and I kind of expanded because I went through uh, the leagues they they were in. Uh, I went through uh, the staff that's mentioned in Football Manager uh, the game uh, and other sources around around the web and then. Uh, I kind of started to just go through a lot of these leagues. Uh, I did a lot of boring work where I just I found a league that looked kind of interesting because it, I knew it had one player or one staff member in it. And then I just started on top and I just Googled all the people. And that in some cases, I were more than 100 people. I just Googled, Googled, Googled. Uh, and it was really boring, but uh, it, was, it was like uh, a little bit like fishing. You know, when you're fishing and uh, it's actually pretty boring but when you get a fish it's really fun so <laughs> i just sat there and suddenly someone popped up there was a linkedin profile or was something and, uh, and then i added it to the list so uh that was kind of the the process i i have done uh, something to automate it a little bit for for next year um and learn something from from that process but uh, it will still be uh, uh, at least part manual work no doubt I have to ask, how are you yourself doing at fantasy football? Frankie I assume wants you're tips because he's going down. <laughs> I'm struggling at the moment, so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Uh, right now, I think I'm. Uh, I think it was 106,000 uh, overall. Uh, 
but I had just 10 game weeks ago or something, I was 1.8 million. So uh, I had some really good, uh, or had some luck actually. Uh, and I had the triple cap on Gundogan when he uh, had his haul uh, a couple of weeks ago. Stuff like that, but uh, 106,000 overall. Nice, I'm checking our league now. Um, <laughs> well, you're slightly above me. See, I was 6,000th at one point. I was so chuffed earlier on. I'm 135,694. Frankie, you're way down. Oh, I'm struggling. <laughs> Ro- Roisin is like a consistently very good fantasy football player. Mm, I'm struggling, but I'm not sure. I was at the top for a while and I'm down to third. And you know, George is almost catching up with me, which is can't be having that. But um, <laughs> no, but something I would ask is that like. Looking ahead, like I know Villa now, it sounds like they have banned their players from playing fantasy football, but um, let's imagine they hadn't and your bot found something similar, you know, like let's say somebody like Tyra Mings was subbed out by a few Villa players in a, in a month or so ahead of a very important game. Again, I'm, I know you mentioned it earlier that, you know, you wanted to maintain kind of consistency with the bot. Um, would, would there be any temptation at all to be like, do you know what? I'm not letting this one go out. Yeah. Uh, if, if it was a cup final or something and uh, we had like a cup manager game, it was, the, it was the final and I had the opportunity to not show that kind of information, of course I would not show it. Show it <laughs> of course. Because I'm... Uh, would you uh, show it if it was the other team? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a cup final, you know, you have to be a little bit... Uh, but uh, for, for a league... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I don't mean to be uh, ethical or anything. Uh, for me, just, this is just fun. But uh, next time, it's another team that uh, that done some unfortunate uh, substitutions uh, or transfers in the game, and uh, then it will be on them. Uh, a little bit unfortunate that it was Villa this time, and no intent, of course, whatsoever. All Villa, no filler on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. You're from Norway. Now, we do a Villains Abroad series where we meet fans from all over the world who support Aston Villa. How, coming from Norway, have you ended up supporting Aston Villa? Yeah, so uh, I had to think a little bit um, because I I guess you were going to ask. (laughs) So it it started... um, uh, I think when I was uh, like five or six, I, uh, I ran around with a uh, with, uh, Man United shirt or something that everyone did at that time in Norway, um, you know, because of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and uh, Norwegian uh, high-profile football players at the time. Uh, but then you had this, uh, this, I don't know if you had this in, in Britain, but these collectible football cards, you probably had them. Yeah. Um, so um, they were really big at some point, and then I, um, because I didn't look at much football at that age when I was like five, six, seven, eight, or at that age I didn't uh, watch many games. Um, so uh, then I remember I, I got a lot of Villa cards, uh, and I liked uh, I liked their top. Uh, I yeah, just it was just. Uh, a team I, I had a lot of cards from that team uh, <laughs> and it uh, it just made me feel good I think and then uh, for for some years I was a little a little bit uh, inactive I think um, and maybe 15 12 15 years ago I uh, my interest sparked again and uh, started following a lot more um, 
and uh, we had some really good years, and then we had some really bad years. Uh, <laughs> we had big job career as well. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. Uh, in the good years. Mm. <laughs> so uh, that was really fun. So the six places, uh, stuff like that, that was uh, in good years, of course. Uh, so now it's it's been a it's just been a journey. I also um, I think it was maybe eight years ago or something. I went went to Birmingham for the first time to to Villa Park, and then uh, uh, yeah, then it just grew even more. Uh, it was fantastic. So. Um, yeah, that was great. I, just, I actually I, I went alone uh, to to Villa Park my first time there. Met some uh, fantastic people uh, at the pub. Went to the social. Went to the uh, went to uh, Villa Park, of course. I think it was was it Arsenal. I think it was Arsenal, maybe. Hmm. Um, that was just great. So uh, after that, uh, the years after, I always bring some friends. I try to bring a little bit different friends every time to uh, <laughs> kind to of grow the to, Norwegian uh, yeah. support. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grow the support and show everyone how uh, how cool it is. Uh, most Norwegians just go to London, so it's cool to to take the train just a couple of hours to to Birmingham. It's a nice city. Um, a lot of a lot of fun things to do there as well. It's a big city, so uh, but it's a lot. It, it's a bit hidden for most Norwegians. Yeah. Uh, so it's fun to be like a little tour guide. Uh, <laughs> tour guide yeah. around Aston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So that's been uh, really great. Really great. I love those uh, those trips. So I hope uh, whenever the world is opening up again, uh, we can go back. I still have some pounds in my drawer from. Uh, from the last time I went, uh, <laughs> which was uh, one of the last games actually, because um, before everything closed against Tottenham, I think two weeks before everything closed uh, last year. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to going back. And how how often do you get get over to Villa Park every season, or do you get to get over every season, or just every other year? Yeah, I, I try to do it as much as uh, I can, but um, I think it's been like yearly, probably. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, awesome. I would. Uh, I would love to do it more often, but you know, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a travel, and I have to uh, try to uh, uh, get someone to travel with me, which is mm. it's uh, it's easier than I would have thought. But it's always some planning to to get more to, or to get a pack going, uh, a group of people. So uh, yeah, I try to do it as often as I can. And do you have a a favorite memory at all from supporting Aston Villa? Um, anything stick out at all? Oh, I I went to uh, the Blues Derby uh, a couple of years ago, three years ago maybe. Right. That was wild. Um, <laughs> Which the 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 four two one? No, no, no. Uh, it was later. It was uh, I think it was uh, one one zero. I think one nil. Uh, mm-hmm. Couple of years ago, uh, but that was great, of course. Uh, I mean, all, all the matches I've seen, it's always uh, spectacular to see them, to see them live uh, at Villa Park. Uh, but from uh, from uh, watching uh, watching uh, on TV is uh, obviously uh, the promotion uh, and the promotion run in the all the games we won. Mm. Uh, that was a great, great period of time. Uh, so uh, I think maybe that's the highlight. I'm not sure. And 
you said that you've you've brought your friends over but you also said that that you know there was huge support for for the manus well particularly manu with Oli and solskjaer yeah. have they kind of like do they get it do they have they started to tip over to the villa side or are they still yeah you know I think, man united um, yeah i think some of my friends there are not uh, that invested like in, in Man United or Liverpool, uh, they are more like Premier League, Premier League fans, uh, fancy players, stuff like that. Uh, so uh, there has been some uh, shirts uh, that's been bought from the shop, uh, some souvenirs, some, some uh, uh, I wouldn't, wouldn't say I've converted anyone, but uh, <laughs> there's, there's a sweet spot. I know most of them have a sweet spot for Villa after being at the games. And we also have run a feature called The Perfect Eleven where we pick our favourite all-time Villa team. Um, we've picked players like Paul McGrath in central defence. More than likely, Jack Grealish should be making it in there as well. Um, is there anybody you would pick out at all that you think should be making it into our Perfect Eleven team? Well, from, from what I've seen, I, uh, it's obviously Jack Grealish and John Crew very high up on, uh, on that list. Uh, so that would probably be my answer but uh well, there, there's a lot of good players but there's a lot of bad, one, bad ones too I, I think that would be a very good a very fun list to uh, to have a bad 11 as well <laughs> imperfect yeah. 11 yeah, yeah, yeah imperfect 11 who would you put on the imperfect 11 oh i think we should be very very careful <laughs> yeah you've caused enough trouble <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um uh before we wrap up henning uh, how do you think villa are doing this season Oh, um, well, right now it's um, a, a little bit, a little bit different time uh, with Jack Grealish out and everything, and we we know that Dean Smith is not always too honest with uh, the assessments so <laughs> when people are out. Uh, so uh, it really depends on when he's back. I'm also looking very, uh, very much forward to the game tomorrow to see if. Uh, if the team is playing even better as a team without Jack, Jack Grealish. Um, but uh, I think we, should, we still, uh, we still sh- should try to, uh, to capture U- European spots. So uh, uh, I, think it's, uh, I think it's possible. But we have to, uh, we have to make a good run. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the other clubs uh, are kind of doing well in patches. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't see any clubs really doing it extremely well the whole season through. So it should be possible to get some points here and there, uh, and hopefully it will be really, really great to to uh, to catch one of the European spots. Obviously. Well, that's it from us today. Thanks a lot for joining us, Henning. Yeah, great. It was. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> and it's goodbye to you too, Roisin. Bye, Frankie. Up the villa. And goodbye from me. And as ever, come on, you villa boys from Aston. <laughs>